the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has also a ton of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, the over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas, 1-877-770. Stop Louisiana 18778-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text Hope New York 467-369. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789-1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. Alex Monaco chilling with Liv Moods. Thursday night football episode, Liv. We got Steelers, Browns headed to Cleveland. A lot of line movement here. We'll get into it in a second. How you feeling, though? I'm feeling like we're going to get some ugly football. You know, like it's just one of those ga- <laughs> it's just one of those games like it's a divisional matchup. We know how great Mike Tomlin is against the spread, especially as a divisional underdog. Um, but we've got two teams with just very interesting um, QBs, very interesting rosters, very interesting wins and losses. Like, it's weird. The Steelers team started off the season really nice against the Bengals, won, and then lost to the Patriots, a Patriots team that put up seven points against the Dolphins. Now, I get it. The Dolphins have been looking really great, but it's just like these are two teams that I have avoided betting on obviously I took the Steelers in the first week plus six and a half I loved that play um but these are two teams that I didn't plan on betting again um until I saw a little bit of a different you know different performances from either team so it's I I think we're gonna get some ugly football tonight it's a divisional game so I've got a lot of leans on this game but it's one of those where you're just like I could see it unfolding in a lot of different ways which is always scary to bet but we're gonna find some diamonds in the rough it'll be okay we'll figure it out but yeah it's um I don't know Monaco this is I think I think it's gonna be an ugly football game personally well the line at the moment is three and a half we've seen it up 
to Steelers plus five. five. Yeah. So it, it's been bet down uh, plus 172 on the money line. If you like the Steelers minus 205, if you like the Browns and the over under, it was at 38 and a half. I, I guess it's moved in the last refresh to 37 and a half. Uh, I know you locked it in at 38. I, I did as well. But right now, public's love loving the Steelers. I know we both are. L let's talk this out, though. I, I mean, Brissett versus Trubisky. Uh, you said the word ugly. I it's it's written on the wall for us it there. I, what do you expect? Just off a historic Browns loss. I mean that that's been a streak lib of 13 plus points in two minutes or less for like 2000 plus games. I just read it yesterday. It never happens. So how a team like that will respond in a short week. Uh, what say you on that front? Yeah. I, I mean, again, like they lost to the jets, like the jets, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, uh, that was a that was a game that was going back and forth. I think a little too much for my liking. I mean, that line was set at six and a half. And they lost outright. Yeah. So I think maybe there was a little bit of um, overhype on this Browns team after upsetting Baker Mayfield in week one. But I think we're now seeing just how poorly this Panthers team is playing. I think there was so much hype preseason on the Panthers having a healthy Christian McCaffrey, having Baker Mayfield um, under the impression that Baker in a new environment was going to thrive. We haven't really seen that. So I think after week one, that upset against the Panthers kind of blew this Browns team out of proportion. I think a lot of people got a little too excited a little too quickly. Now I'm not saying they're playing bad. Um, I just think that they're not, they haven't really been tested by a strong defense yet. Um, so I'm interested to see how their offense changes. I don't really trust um, either QB in this spot. Um, but if I have to go with a team here, I think I lean towards the better coach squad. And to me, that's the Steelers. I think they have the defensive power. Um, even without TJ Watt, I think they have the defensive power in this game. They're so well coached under Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, I, I say Mike Tomlin himself because I just credit so much of this Steelers competitiveness and grit to him. But he is 26-2 and two against the spread as a divisional underdog. That's pretty impressive. It's That's incredible. pretty impressive. So a divisional me... game with two teams. It, this is not a Browns team that I – that like – I think is so talented that the Steelers should be worried. And we have seen the Steelers team hang with far more talented teams than what this Browns team is right now. So I just, that stat right there, 26 and two against the spread as underdogs in divisional games is very impressive to me. I love the way that Mike Tomlin and the Steelers show up when they're the underdog, when they're underestimated. So I got to back the Steelers here and I hate it because the public is on it. And you know, I love fading the public, but I cannot see a world where, I feel comfortable betting on the Browns right now to cover a spread. I really don't. I I don't I don't either. That stat was incredible there with Tomlin against the division. He's he's also the most profitable underdog in the entire league since he's been in the league at almost sixty five percent. He he's forty eight twenty six and four ATS. And this is big brother little brother. And I got two little brothers, so I'm I'm all about John Harbaugh over Jim. And older brothers always win. The Browns are the little brother in this relationship. They literally have not swept the Steelers since 1988 and they're <laughs> they're five wins 24 L's and one tie against the Steelers since Tomlin's been in the league furthermore from a spread standpoint when they're 
favorites in the division they haven't covered in eight straight in the AFC North. So that is all very encouraging. Also, Pittsburgh off a loss, as we mentioned, close outing. They're 4-0 against the spread after a loss straight up the the previous week. Give me the Steelers, baby. They've covered four straight in the AFC North as well. They're excellent cover in division. There's a ton of trends on our side here. It just comes down to... Again, the the Pittsburgh offense, it, it really looks like they should be going to pick it at, at this point. I, they, it, It's such a game-managed, Mitchie Trubisky-led offense, and, and Harris doesn't look 100% yeah, healthy either. So, yeah, I mean, if he's if he's not bell cowing it, it's, it's, a, it's tough sledding. But that leads us to our net, next pick, which is the under. I feel really good about the under, which has hit in seven of the last nine home games between Cleveland hosting and the Steelers on the road in, and Paul Brown stadium. I think this is, or excuse me, <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, this is a, a very good. Yeah. I think I, under, I like this uh, because it's an ugly game. Like you said, I, I just can't, you know, every time I bet an under, there's always that little, that little devil on my shoulder. That's like, but what if the, what if the QBs go off? I haven't heard that devil one time today about either one of these QBs. The devil is silent today. Like, wh- what do we mean if Trubisky or Brissett goes off? I don't think so. Like, I just don't I, – I can't see a world where that's happening, especially with both of these teams playing pretty good defense. I mean, eh, the Browns, not so much. Steelers have a good defense. I mean, subtract TJ Watt, yes, that is definitely a little bit of a downgrade, but they still have a strong defense, and – you could make the argument, well, they haven't really played that great of offense yet, so we don't really know. Okay, well, the Browns to me aren't a really great offense, so I'm not really worried about it. I do think this is a low-scoring affair. I think we we may even see a turnover from both QBs in this game. Um, yeah, I think the under is the move. I, I have to make a same-game parlay today that anyone can yeah, tell on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And I got to tell you, I think when you're doing a same-game parlay and you know that <laughs> – all of these have to hit in order for me to make any money tonight. I do kind of want to play yeah. it a little safe tonight. So I do I, I am looking at taking the alternate spread for the Steelers at maybe plus five and a half versus the plus three and a half. That's where that line initially opened up at. Um, I feel a little bit more comfortable there than I do at that plus three and a half. And then I also kind of like an an alternate total. Um, I was looking at maybe taking like under 45 and a half. I know we're seeing this line go from 38 and a half to like now 37 and a half or 37. Um, just giving myself a little bit of wiggle room in there just to kind of account for the fact that it is a parlay. All legs have to hit. I think when you do that, that's a great time. I rarely, if I'm taking a straight bet, will ever buy points. We'll get into that in a little bit because I may be doing it this week, maybe switching it up. But I rarely ever do that in this game with the same game parlay. I think it's okay to kind of take some of those alternate spreads, alternate points. We did that with the Broncos last weekend. Thank God we did. Although the Raiders still screwed us. Um, It happens like those extra three points of insurance really, really do make a difference. So I'm thinking about, let me know how you feel about this Steelers plus five and a half under 45 and a half. And then Kareem hunt as an anytime touchdown scorer. I'm thinking that is the three leg, same game parlay tonight. This Steelers offense to me is very questionable. It's really tough for me to look at this roster and figure out who I like as an anytime touchdown scorer because 
who knows? But I really do like Kareem Hunt in a big way. I also looked at his over 15 and a half receiving yards. His rushing yards prop looks great to me. The combined props looks great to me, but I can't put that in the same game parlay. So I like him to just make a difference in this game and get in the end zone. So that is the three-leg parlay I'm thinking about. What do you think? I like it. I like it a lot. I'm I'm on Chubb tonight. Okay. Uh, he had he had three tugs last week, but that's actually probably better for you statistically to to go with the running back that didn't get in, but the other running back got in three times. So and Kareem can eat, you know, on screens, receiving yards. He can get in in multiple different ways. So I love it. I'm with you, of course, on the points and the under. Let's get it. Okay, that's the same game parlay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the people know, and it's gonna be locked in. That's the moment of like, I can't back out. I just I just told people that I have locked this in. It's official. You know, throughout the morning, I'll kind of like teeter back and forth with different options, but I think this is the one tonight. I'm I'm gonna just go with it. Uh, your your money on the same game parlay, so I'm I'm <sighs> all about it. I'm I'm all over the board. I, we might have to craft one with with all of our bets though on this fader follow yeah. coming up here and see if we we went three for four people on last <laughs> so week's close. parlay and had a historic collapse to not hit it. So I thought we were money. I thought so too. And I, I'm liking I'm liking our spots here. Uh, the first one for me, and I think you're feeling it with me, and it has moved down actually i had locked it in at three but it is minus two and a half now on FanDuel to take the baltimore ravens on the road against the patriots live i i cannot wrap my head around this patriots team beating the ravens and we get a ravens team off a historic loss as well because what tua did with 28 points and throwing four touchdowns in the fourth quarter that hasn't been done since 2001 28 points like that a 21 point deficit that hasn't been done in decades so uh, again a historic collapse and a Patriots team that barely got by Mitch Trubisky and has yet to score over seven points in a quarter in eight quarters of football and I look at this game and I got this stat from the favorites the Ravens had to run around live 6,400 yards on Sunday covering Waddle and Tyreek Hill. 6,400 yards. Talk about some cardio. They were getting oh. that cardio in. They were Literally. getting that cardio and in. Now they get, and, now, and now they get to go against... Lamar Jackson. No thanks. Jacob. No thanks. We got... No, no, no. I'm saying the Ravens defense had to oh, run oh, around. Oh, and now covering. they're yeah, the Patriots not worried. And now we get and now we get weapons that I feel outside of Aguilar, who had a decent game, but he hasn't had a decent career in New England as far as I'm concerned. Neither has Jacoby Myers. There's no speed outside of Aguilar on that offense. There's no separation. I think this Ravens defense off a loss, who's been humbled, is is really coming in with a lot to prove. And the Pats averaged 12 points a game. The Ravens averaged 31. That is enormous. That's 19 points. Just the Seahawks, Cowboys, and Colts, and two of those three have backup quarterbacks, have lower than the Patriots on offense right now in points per game. I, I'll throw it to you here. I, I got I got nothing in my noggin that's telling me that the Patriots are going to win this game. I'm with you, Monaco. I mean, not to toot my horn, but toot toot. I didn't have faith in this Patriots team before the season started. I mean, I... I just felt like it was going to be a dead year for them, and that's exactly what I've seen so far. Like, yeah, they got a win last week. But again, up against Trubisky, like, woohoo! Um, here's your gold star. Not impressive. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. And there is no way 
in the world of betting that this Ravens team doesn't look at what happened last weekend, giving up a 21-point lead to the Dolphins, and they don't come back fired up, ticked off, and ready to cover a spread. I'm sorry. Yeah. There is not a world. I cannot see a world where this Ravens team doesn't come out swinging in this game against a Patriots team that is beyond unimpressive to me. I'm sorry. I mean, they really are. Mac Jones is mid. I said it. I'll get it tatted on my chest. He is is mid. Mac Jones is mid. He had 60% completion in a pick last week. I'm I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. And and the Patriots are, of course, they always play serviceable defense. They've only forced one interception through through two games. And guess what? Lamar Jackson, if he feels like "Ah, I'm feeling pressure, it doesn't matter. He's zooming. He's gone. By the time you've thought about trying to sack him, he's already halfway down the field. So, like, not super worried about Lamar Jackson feeling pressure from a defense. We know that he loves to use his legs. And 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 this is just, to me, this Ravens team is, I don't want to call them a sleeper, but I think for so long we have built this narrative of Lamar Jackson doesn't know how to throw. I've seen him throw quite a bit, and he's pretty stinking good at it. Uh, I, I mean, Bateman, Bateman's caught back-to-back 50-plus receiving yard touchdowns. He's throwing the deep ball. He too. looks great. I love Lamar Jackson. I'm a huge Lamar. I just can't. Again, I think a lot of betters out there. I was on Miami plus three and a half, so I'm not mad about the the Ravens absolutely choking. However, sick. however, sick if here. you were on the Ravens last weekend, I can understand a little bit of PTSD to want to bet them again. But I'm here to tell you right now, I just cannot see a world where they don't come out ticked disappointed in themselves and ready to come back better than ever against a very mid Mac Jones led Patriots team. That's all I have to say. So yeah, I love it. I'm fading or I'm not fading you. I'm a hundred percent following you. I'm also on Ravens minus three. Let's go. I'm ready. Go. All right. Throw us, throw us. You Liz dog of the week. We, we know it's coming. What do we, what do we got for the show? (laughs) So this is an interesting one because I've kind of been looking at this line movement And this is where I kind of mentioned earlier in the show, I might be buying some points this week and I never really do that. However, the Colts, and before you freak out, before anybody freaks out, the Colts against the Chiefs. Yes, I know the Chiefs have looked awesome. But if you remember, if you flash back to last season, the Colts did not cover very well against the spread on the road. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we have, and I get it, the Colts in two weeks now have 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 let a lot of people down but I don't think we give up on them just yet I think them at first it was seven which is where I might buy the line to I don't I it's at five and a half now don't love that a ton but them getting seven points at home uh I like that I like the Colts to kind of figure it out in this week um and cover that spread I think that's it's a tough one. The public loves the Chiefs for obvious reasons. Their offense looks great. Uh, but just getting seven points at home when you do you have the roster to be to be a good team. I mean, this is the team that we said was winning their division. It was their division to lose. So I haven't lost right. complete faith in this Colts team just yet. Um, so that is my dog this week. I'm looking at the Colts about, you know, thinking about them covering. Like I said, the line is now five and a half. I don't love that as much as I love seven. So May do a little bit of an alternate spread, but that's that's my dog this week. So we'll see if I um, end up crying myself to sleep. But that's that's who I'm rocking with. 
No, I like it. It's different, uh, of course, from seven to five and For a half. Sure. Uh, Matt Ryan's got good numbers uh, historically against the Chiefs, and I, I think they they've you know they've started slow multiple years in a row. And I think a lot of that is turnover. I mean, geez, different quarterbacks almost every year here right. uh, post Andy Luck, so that's difficult and a little bit of injuries. I mean, Pittman out is huge. They they're not a deep wide receiving core, so if Matt Ryan doesn't have Pittman to throw to. And they're giving JT the ball less than 10 times a game. I don't even understand that last week, nine for 54. That's a little, that's a little bit of a, a cause for concern, totally. but I, I do, I do believe in the team. If Leonard's a go and Pittman's a go, I'll tail. If, if they're both out, I, I mean, it, that's their heart and soul in the front seven and their captain on defense and no Pittman. So that, that would be the only reason I'm off it, but. I do like the play fading the public as well. Everyone on the chiefs. So th there's gotta be some regression for Kansas city against the spread too, at some point. And they're going against a, a very well-coached team. Everyone's on Reich here. I still think he's an excellent coach. That man was a quarterback whisperer in Philly when they won the ring. Let's not forget. So they say, um, I like 20 it. hours ago, Leonard and Alec Pierce were full participants in practice. Um, huge, wide receiver, Michael huge. Pittman limited, but, um, yeah, he, he's going to be game time. If Leonard's Braxton, then he's gone. So, there you go. That's the update. That's big. All right, my second fader follow. I'm on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Battle of the Bays. I love it. Uh, line moving close towards a pick -em. If you fight earlier in the week, you got two and a half, minus two and a half. Now the Bucs are minus one and a half and minus 117 on the money line. I, I just say take the money line here. Uh, don't, don't worry about that one and a half hook. I love this play for so many reasons. And I know the Bucs are a little banged up. Evans is out. Godwin's questionable. They're, they're coming in a little bit hurt on the offensive side. But this is more to me about what the Bucks' defense has been with Bulls in the last two games and what they've done historically against Aaron Rodgers, uh, particularly in Tampa. This Bucks team, Liv, is the NFL number one team in points against. They've given up six and a half points in two weeks of football. I mean, they made Dak Prescott look like Cooper Rush. I mean, he looked he looked unwatchable. He really he was like did. And I mean, honestly, they're so deep. Uh, just uh, still, uh, Devin White, Levante David, uh, Shaquille Barrett. They got, of course, Winfield Dean, Logan Ryan. I, I mean, Vita Vey up front. They've been holding teams under eighty-five yards on the ground rushing for three years now since Brady's been there. And if we're concerned about Brady spreading the rock this week, and who's he going to throw to? Have no fear. Evans only had three catches last week against the Saints. Perryman had three. Scotty Miller had three. Russell Gage had five. So even if Julio's out, who, which he may be, and Evans isn't playing because of the suspension, he's still going to find a way. And this is the thing with Brady that it isn't with Rodgers, live is that Brady doesn't care how they win as long as they right. win. He doesn't care. He doesn't need to throw for 300 yards in this game. They ran the ball with Fournette for 21 on 127 at six yards a carry against a very good rush D in Dallas week one. So that game was 19-3. I just, I look at what Rodgers did last time in Tampa. He didn't throw a touchdown. He had two interceptions. He was 16 for 35. And Green Bay on the road has not covered in four straight outings. And the Bucs are 11-3 ATS in their last 14 home games with Brady. I, I just, we're getting Brady at home for less than a field goal. 
And I don't know that Green Bay has the discipline if they cannot run the football like they did against the Bears, and I don't think they will to that success, to be able to handle on the road in adversity a, a, a mid-game plan hiccup of running, going away from the run and making Rodgers make plays with this wide receiver core that he doesn't trust yet. You fading or following? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you. I mean, I, it's, it's not a play that I'm going to – call one of my top three plays of the week, but I do love it. It's very funny because I tweeted earlier this week and I said, I like the Raiders, I like the Ravens, and I like the Bucks this week. The only thing I don't like about that is that they're all favorites because you know me, you know I love backing an underdog here, but I mean, the Bucks, I I keep... I keep it's more of a pick and game it is, now. Yeah, it's now a one at and this a half. point, it's not even... There's really isn't an underdog in this spot, and I think what that boils down to is you've got two of arguably the strongest QBs in the league going head to head. Um, But I think what it boils down to for me and why I'm following you on this play is yes, both QBs are great. Both QBs can make plays. I think Brady has more weapons um, and and around him more protection. I think he's just got a more well-rounded squad right now. Yes. We saw the Packers kind of bounce back from their L in week one, but the bounce back was against the bears. So I think you kind of take that with a grain of salt. Um, we saw a very frustrated, attitude-y uh, Aaron Rodgers in week one who was just pretty ticked off at what was going down. And I think up against a strong defense, we may see a little bit more of that. So, yeah, I'm going to follow you. I love I love the Bucks here. I do. All right. What do you what do you got last for us on the live, fade, or follow list? I'm fading my own squad this weekend. Um, wow. Listen, you know, I will I will tell you, I, I – was so gung-ho on fade the Broncos, 49ers are the move, yada, yada, yada. The only thing that is turning me off on that bet right this moment is how heavy, and when I say heavy, I mean heavy the public is on the 49ers right now. Like, it is True. nuts. I was looking at some of the the different, you know, ticket counts and where the money's at, and <laughs> the 49ers, like, people are going crazy for the 49ers right now. You, you might have to take the Broncos. So, we might, I might have to take the Broncos So all I'm game. saying is the Broncos are playing at home. We've seen them play in two games where there's been a lot of mistakes and a lot of frustrations, and I just don't think – I do know, I recognize that I went off last, last ep, you know, episode of this show. It was warranted, okay? I don't take back anything I said, but – I do know that I am an emotional fan and sometimes you have to just cool yourself off and say, it's only week three. (laughs) It's only week three. Like the issues that we're seeing with this Broncos team to me are very fixable issues. I really believe that. Um, So just to keep in mind on the game, if you are a fade the public type of person, when I tell you that the public, I think the numbers were like in the eighties, like high eighties of where this money was going for this 49ers team. So If you're a fade the public person, the Broncos seem like a good move right now. However, I'm not looking at the side in this game because I do have that emotional bias. I'm looking at the Broncos team total. I'm really liking under 22 and a half here for this Broncos team for a lot of different reasons. The 49ers are currently giving up the fourth fewest points to their opponent per game. You could argue, well, they, you know, they played the Bears and then they played, um, who they play last week? I forget. Seahawks? Was it the Seahawks? Who did the 49ers play? Broncos, uh, Broncos, Broncos, Texans. Uh, no, no, no. The 49ers. Oh, the Niners played the, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Eight, nine and a half points. Yeah. So you can argue like, oh, well, they're giving up the fourth fewest points because they're playing weak offenses. Sure. But has the, have the Broncos really shown they have a strong offense? I mean, they've got, they've got a lot of big names in their offense, but they're not really delivering right now. So 
I like that it's 49ers defense. They're not giving up very many points. Judy, as we know, banged up with a shoulder injury. Um, he's not practicing right now. He's considered day-to-day the last time that I checked. And with Judy this season, who is arguably one of their strongest, if not their strongest receiver, with Judy, this Broncos app offense is averaging 16 points per game. So I don't see this Broncos team all of a sudden clicking with a really strong offense against a really strong defense this week. I think at some point we will see that click happen. I don't think it'll be potentially without Judy and up against a strong defense. So I am liking Broncos team total under 22 and a half. Are you fading or following? I love it. I, I, it's a it's a very specific play, but I, I I like the under in the game. I haven't settled on a side. It's too it's too it prolific. Is. The defense. side is really tough, you, so that's why I was like, let's look at some other stuff in this game. Yeah, no, you make a lot of good points. I I'm not comfortable taking over twenty two and a half. Hackett doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, we've talked about it. I, I don't even want to get emotional about it because it's <laughs> it, it's hard it to is watch. It's hard to watch. It's, no, I mean I'm listening to grown men NFL players tell me it's like they're they're. Is it's as if a parent is trying to be friends with their kid with the Hackett Wilson relationship right now. It's it's not no, good. It's not. So hopefully they turn it around. But I, I don't. Again, to your point, I don't think they do it this week. I, I love under twenty two. Woo, love it. I'm following. All right, real quick. Last but not least, and I'm not expecting you to join me on this side. I, what did I say? I wasn't going to do live. I wasn't going to fade the best team in the NFL, and I'm doing it for a third time. You're nuts. I'm taking the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins have moved to six and a half. I have to take it. I, I just, I have to take it. Uh, a six touchdown, tug of Viola outing, four in the fourth, uh, a team average in 31. Uh, two of the top three receivers in the league are, are in Dolphins colors in this game. And I do have some trends here. I, I don't, I don't want to hold too much weight on them, but it's more just about what Miami does at home. They've covered six of their last seven. They, they've beat four straight covers at home versus teams with winning road records. So they're doing it against serviceable teams. And when they give up 30 points a week before, we know this team still has pride on defense. They've covered 11 to 13. On the other side, when the, Bill, when the Bills win by more than 14, the next week they've only covered two of seven. And this one's rather unique, but the Bills on grass haven't covered in four straight. We know, I've already talked about this, adult Disneyland, Miami, is everyone in Buffalo, which there's nothing to do in Buffalo. There's nothing to do except take a long train to Manhattan, where I am. They're going to have fun in Miami. I have a weird feeling that this team is just not going to be buttoned up. I've heard little things, the, the, the visiting sides in the sun. The humidity, there's a lot of extra intangibles that just don't make sense. It's like Brady doesn't play well in Florida. We don't know why. So I could go on and on here, but this is one of those betting rules where you get a divisional home dog. And I know we're going against the best in the business, but I don't see the Bills keeping up no points in the second half, which they've done back-to-back weeks, uh, against a familiar foe here. I got to take the points. Fade or follow? Follow. I love it. Wow. And and this is coming from someone who just got absolutely wrecked by Titans plus 10. I mean, so did I. Mean, I. I was right. with you. I had Titans. I'm still feeling emotionally damaged from that brutal. I mean, it, there was, it wasn't even close. Like, I literally had to turn the game off. I'm like, there's no point in watching this crap. Like, it, the, the Titans are not covering the spread. This is an absolute disaster. So, I'm with you. I, I said I wasn't going to do that again. I said, no way am I fading this Bills team. But – 
I love it. It's a divisional underdog. This this Dolphins team is kind of probably riding a little high right now with their emotions, the way that they came back against the Ravens. Yeah, it could they they could let us down. It could be a letdown but spot, but also I like it. you know the Bills the Bills have also played both times in front of the whole world on primetime Thursday night Monday night. What what are they going to do when nobody's watching? in the middle of the afternoon on a Sunday, it's a different animal. It's like why we fade cousins on Monday and we go right back to him on Sunday at 10 AM when no one's watching. Cause he's good when no one watches. So I, I got to do it. And the public of course is hammering Buffalo. So we are on hopefully the sharp I, side. I, again, that was, that, those were the two things for me. It was a divisional underdog and the public loves the bills. So to me, I'm like Miami, it is. So I'm with you. I'm I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think you like are. Liv over here. I Let's love go. That. That's so great. <laughs> well, that wraps up another best gambling show ever. We're both on the Steelers with the points tonight. We like the under Liv's parlay. Make sure to tail that on FanDuel Liv. You have your live tonight before the or that is is your FanDuel TV that's, thing on no, Sunday that's or is Monday. It on Thursday that's as well? Monday. Oh, Monday. Excuse me. Well, we're yes, going we live on IG, um, Volume Sports, Volume Bets on Instagram if you want to hear some last minute thoughts and we will be back on Tuesday but hopefully do we do we want to real quick mix and mingle a parlay do we want to throw Ravens Bucks Dolphins Colts and just take all four I of our picks do, I, I, I think we do my two favorite that I really really like in the parlay are the Dolphins and the Ravens okay I'm cool with Colts if we do alt spread and get it up to seven I mean, we, we could throw okay. that in. I think that's I, – I, I like I mean, that. I, I really want you to throw in Bucks. I am telling you, Green Bay's not winning this game. They're not winning this game. Think about we'll it. Think we'll about cook it. it up. We'll tease we'll it. it. We'll have it. We'll have it. We'll get a graphic we'll have out it curated there. We'll get a graphic out morning. there and let everybody know what we're what our parlay is going to be because we were so damn close last week. We got to bounce back. We got to bounce back. volume.